another episode of 30 Flirty and Surviving. I'm Tracy. And if you are new here, you guys can go ahead and follow everything about the show on Instagram at 30 Flirty Surviving. And you can catch up on new episodes every week, Mondays at 9 a.m. You already know the deal. I am so excited today to have this guest with me. Um, She's definitely someone you recognize. You guys are going to absolutely love her. Um, But let me tell you a little background story first, okay? So I think that, you know, it's rare to find a guy who can instill confidence and build self-esteem in women using his charm and his humor and his witty sayings we we stand a supportive king but what i'm always more interested in is the <clears throat> bad beautiful bitch oh no beside him and that is exactly who I have with me today she is all over TikTok she is an incredible human being she's an open book she's hilarious she's sweet she's helpful and quite honestly I think she's been giving her man a run for her money so without further ado Miss Ash D'Amato hello hello hi thank you so much for joining today thanks for having me I have to say you have just been like so bubbly and so warm (laughs) and so sweet in all of our conversations prior to this and I have been looking forward to it for a while now and like even showing up I'm like I already know her I feel like I just we're already friends you're just like very you have such a welcoming inviting demeanor and you have a really great knack for making people feel comfortable around you which is really special and i think also a huge testament to why you've gone so far as you have already um if you guys are not familiar with ash already she is the counterpart to kevin cooney she is on tiktok at ash damato it's 12 14 right yes ash damato 12 14 and instagram it's a dot Okay, perfect. Um, I mean, cumulatively, you and Kevin have like what over five hundred thousand followers on on TikTok. Yeah. Um. So he has like eight fifteen thousand. Holy smokes! So I have thirty two. Okay, okay, okay. But you know what? You guys are basically doing the majority of this together. You know, has them. Because of me, just Duh. They're there for you, totally. you know? <laughs> um, okay, so I have a lot that I want to get into. I want to ask you a little bit about TikTok and social media. I want to ask you a little bit about your relationship and then some things about you as well. But before I do so, I want to mm-hmm. ask basic questions to start that I ask all my other guests. First and foremost, if you're comfortable, will you share your age? Yes, I am 27. Okay, yes. okay. And um, I mean, the accent is something <laughs> that gets talked about quite Always. often. Yes. Um, where are you born and raised? So I'm from East Boston. So for people who don't know, I used to always say Logan Airport is okay. East Boston. Now, if you say sh- if you say tall ships, everyone knows. Yeah, yeah. I know. That's so, been like the hot spot yeah. these days. So it's yeah. so funny people like, where? And I'm like, tall ships. Like, oh, okay. <laughs> Now I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Okay, so, I mean, the accent's real. It's real. It's it's unfortunately real. It's, yeah. Wow. And I mean, (laughs) but I mean, like, deservingly so. I mean, you really did grow up in Boston. Yeah. So I'm not surprised. Do your parents have an accent, too? My mom does. So my mom is born and raised in the same house that we, like, live in now. Um, Oh, my gosh. Yeah. So me and her sound identical. My dad, um, not really. You not know. so much. He's from Everett, so close, but okay, yeah. okay. Not so much. Um, well, I love it, and now you can put all the haters to rest. Exactly. It's mm-hmm. real, people. <laughs> Learn to love it, embrace exactly. it, accept it. It's so fun. I know. It's funny because like Kevin is now used to it, but if we ever meet people who don't know me yet, yeah. like he starts to notice it again because everyone <laughs> keeps calling it out. But yeah, he's kind of come immune to it a yeah, little bit, absolutely. and then someone else recognizes it, and he's like, yeah. Oh, wow. That is that is a strong <laughs> accent. Yeah. Um, okay, and then my other question to you is, do you know what your zodiac sign is? Yes, I'm a Sagittarius. <gasps> Another fire sign. Oh. I'm an Aries. I love that so much. Very nice. I think Kevin is. Really? When's his birthday? April 3rd. Yeah, he is. <gasps> I'm so good. <gasps> and that's really great. I, I mean, we're not we're going to get into it in a little bit, but 
fire signs are really compatible with one another. So Ooh. you guys have must have must have a really great connection. A you little, know, a little bit. You yeah, know? I mean, yeah, you guys okay. are doing okay. <laughs> um, okay, so let's start getting into it. Um, the relationship itself. Let's yeah. let's get the let's get the obvious out there. Okay, mm-hmm. if I'm correct. Mm-hmm. It started in the DMs. Oh, it started in the DMs. So did. you did not have any, like, mutual ties? No, like, how did you know one another? So we, I mean, we have a bunch of mutual friends. So Kevin's from New Hampshire, not Fab, but okay. he worked in Boston forever. Okay. Um. So we had mutual friends. So, I mean, this was, um, I want to say like March 2020, so right when COVID oh, hit. Oh, damn. She yeah. was like, I'm not going to do this. I'm like, it was March 17th. COVID uh, alone. I am going to have a partner. No, yeah. So, I mean, at this point, you know, TikTok wasn't a thing. Nothing was a thing. So I got a friend request, and mm-hmm. um, we had enough mutual friends. I accepted it. Like, no big deal, whatever. Oh, he had his eye on the prize. I know, right? <laughs> um, and basically, I've always been someone, I, like, hate attention, hate it. Um, so if any boy swiped into my DMs, slid in, swiped in, whatever the hell it's called at this point. Uh, <laughs> whatever the kids are calling it these days. <laughs> you know, 27 is a bit old. Um, if they said anything about my, like, my looks, my body, anything. Out. Out, yeah. Like, you're getting blocked. Leave me alone. I don't care. Yeah. Like, my mom tells me I'm pretty. It's okay. I don't need that. <laughs> like, it's fine. Um, but I posted a story. Basically, it was uh, Brady had already left. And then Gronk announced he was now joining. And I, like, posted something like, who knew Edelman of all people could be the person you could trust? Because I don't know if people know Edelman in Boston, but, you know. He doesn't have the best reputation. Right, right. No, no hate. But I mean, I'm he's saying, great on the field. Great on lots of fields, I heard. Yeah. <laughs> but so I just posted that, and he, like, swiped up and just, like, laughed about that. So it was just, like, so refreshing. So, you know, I just He was like, this can be something that I can actually talk to her about. We can talk about sports. He's like, oh, my God, a girl with football. Yeah, yeah. he found his in. Right. (laughs) So we just started chatting from there, honestly. Um, Okay. And then the cutest part, I don't know if this is, like, if he'll hate me for sharing this, but so cute. Um, He had um, a shirt on from RX Badge. You know those, like, kind of protein Yes, I love those. I almost didn't understand what you were saying. But yeah, yeah. yeah. (laughs) But I got it. So I love those. And he had a shirt on that said it because he used to work there and I like swiped up. Now I'm doing the swiping up. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh my God, I love those bars. I'm going to flirt a little bit. (laughs) And um, he sent a whole like family sized box to my house and said, since I can't take you to the bar, I thought I'd bring you the bars instead. Shut up. I still have like the sticky note and everything. Yeah, that we hadn't met so yet. Nothing. Sweet. <laughs> right. And then I ate all the bars. <laughs> I mean, obviously. What flavor were they? They were, it was like a variety. Oh, a variety. Yeah. Pack. Wicked sweet. <laughs> That's so thoughtful. Right. So that was kind of what got me. I was like, oh, he's funny. What? Well, I mean, like now he's got it all, right? I mean, yeah. like he's showing initiative. He's funny, and now he's sweet and thoughtful. I mean, right. what's not to love? Yeah. Oh, well, I mean, well, we can get into, I'm sure, you know, what so is it, two years later? Yeah. I'm sure there's some things every couple goes through, you know? <laughs> um, okay, so when you, um, how did he first ask you out? So, like also from pretty there. funny. Yeah, so, so we had each other's uh, phone numbers, of course, after a little bit. It was months that we were just chatting on social because this was, yeah. again, like peak of lockdown. There right. was simply nothing you can do. Um. And I posted that I was at the beach one day, um, and I think, I literally remember every photo. It's, like, so gross. I'm like, ew, no, I don't. Like, yes, I do. <laughs> um, and I uploaded, so I'm Italian, so I, like, I tan I very it. well. Where, are you, where in Italy are you from? Do you know? Naples and Sicily. Okay. So, close, one, yeah. Um, but so I, I tan very well. Mm-hmm. Don't mind me now. I'm trying to take care of my skin. I'm no longer going in tanning bed, so it's, I love it. it's rough. But, um so I think I, like, posted a picture of, like, my leg was in the back. Like, my knee, you know, uh-huh. like, really sexy. Yes, and, like, the two girl. different oils I use. And he swiped up and he was like, LOL, like, my Irish ass could never. Mm. Something, like, simple as that. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, well, I'll have to take you to the beach and show you. <gasps> He's like, oh, okay, how's tomorrow? And I was like. Oh. Like, I'm used to boys being like, we should hang out. And you say yes. And I'm like, never here. Yeah, yeah, day. yeah. And then nothing comes right. of it. And he's like, yep, tomorrow, like, I'll pick you up. And I'm like, oh. Wow. Well, 
I love that you kind of, I mean, like, you really made the first move. Yeah. I mean, he yeah. did. He put it out there. Right, right. But you were the one that really suggested the two of you I, meet up. Right. Which, and he ate that shit up, clearly. Right, which is also super attractive because, like, I'm yeah. saying a lot of guys don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like, I don't know if they like the chase or what, but yeah. they're like, oh, like, we'll have her beg seven times before I'll, like, oh, yeah. you know. It's all part of the game. Right. Because they just need to boost their egos up. So yeah. they want to feel wanted, and if you right. chase them a little bit, that gives them the incentive. But he's he's mature. He's not yeah. playing games. Mm-hmm. He's not trying to, like, waste your time. Nope. Yeah, I'm interested. Clearly, that's why I started following you to begin with. Mm-hmm. We've been having this little banter. Let's get let's this offline, it. and let's meet in person. Yeah. And it's been bliss ever since <laughs> it it has it honestly <laughs> it, it it's funny like, thinking back because it feels like yesterday but then it feels like we were babies like, yeah I, mean, I was 25 which I know was two years ago but yeah like, 25 is a baby I know it is really young yeah it is um and at that point had he started TikTok or no so this is why I go back to when you're like oh it's like perfect and I was like, Oof. so <laughs> he he I think he was on TikTok, but I myself didn't have a TikTok app, like even to scroll. Okay. I didn't know about it. So I don't know like what trends are. I don't know what like these sounds are. I don't yeah, know yeah, any yeah. of this. And when I was showing my sisters like his Instagram and stuff, and I'm like, he's super sweet, like super cute, yeah. blue eyes. So like I'm all in. <laughs> I was like, but look at these like weird videos he does. And like there was one of him like with his washing machine, like doing some weird thing and I was like I just don't know if I'm into that yeah um because oh like, in the so past funny. I've never dated you know with like social media really right right um so I was like I don't know like that's that's weird mm-hmm. isn't it and my sister was like oh my god no it's not like it's TikTok I was oh, like, oh okay, okay. Like, sis was behind it yeah she's so like she was, you're not gonna sabotage right. this one because <laughs> I'm of course someone too who like you know like I pick out every little thing about yeah. people and um my goal prior to COVID hitting was to be better about that, because I was never someone who dated or did any. I was Failure. alone and loved it. Yeah. Like, I still love my alone time. Um, but that was, like, my goal. And then COVID hit, and I was like, Haha, like, no one wanted me to go out. <laughs> um, so when it came, she was like, Ashley, it's TikTok. Like, it's just, like, he's probably bored. Like, just go on the date yeah. and see it. And well, it's, it's great. funny because I feel like when you're normally dating somebody, you get to, over time, learn, like, their quirks, their personality, mm-hmm. what's their sense of humor. And sometimes it can be a little bit scary when it's, like, all right there in front of you, you know? And you can easily start to make up these things in your head, like, oh, maybe it's too much, or I don't know how I feel about that, or, you know, why? what's his intentions on being in this platform and, like, kind of make you think. Um, But I love that you push those thoughts <laughs> yeah. down and just went for it. Um, I was going to ask you about hesitation, so that kind of answered yeah. my questions that right was away. Really it, which is so funny, because I usually have, like, 20. So, <laughs> like, it's good that there was only the one. And, yeah. I mean, now that hesitation has, like, helped us become who we are, so. Yeah. All in it. Amen to I'll that. I'll renegade with you if I have to, yeah. but, like, I'll do it. Um, and <laughs> so how long into the relationship did you guys decide to move in together? So we were dating, um, so our first date was July of 2020. We moved in together end of August 2021. So just about a year, that's about it. Um, I feel like that's a good, healthy amount of time. And COVID times, I think a lot of people realize their relationships were progressing more quickly because when there's less things to do in the (laughs) city, you spend a lot more time together and that quality time like increases the bond. So I'm sure it felt like you had been together for ever a longer time. It still does. (laughs) Um, Moving in together. I've never lived with a significant other. Was this your first time? Yeah. First time. What adjustments needed to be made about your dynamic or like what things did you kind of learn about each other once you were under the same roof? So luckily, I just, we luckily we work well together, so well together. He is very neat and clean, which is great, especially you don't find that too often in a guy. Yeah. I am legitimately OCD, like literally diagnosed OCD. So like, okay, being neat and clean is great, but it needs to be my way. Uh-huh. Um, and that has been an issue with like, even my siblings get annoyed by it. You know what I mean? Mm. Like. They're, like, I'm a psychopath about it. I am, and I get it. Like, sorry. That's so funny. I thought you were going to say the opposite. Like, he's really neat, which is great because I'm messy. <laughs> but you're like, he's neat, and yeah. it's still not up to my it's, standards. No. <laughs> so, but what's good about it is he's like, I'm happy as long as things clean. And I'm like, good, because they're going to be my way. Yeah. So he's good with it. Um, I think our biggest issue still, 
Um, and the fact that this is our biggest issue, like, really says something. Mm-hmm. When I go to sleep, I need the pillows to be properly placed. <laughs> and he always puts one of them upside down and the zippers aren't supposed to be on the bottom. And he doesn't, he still doesn't do it. He hasn't learned yet. I think he's doing it purposely at this point, honestly, because he finds it so funny that I'm like, in my glasses and my granny panties, like stumbling yeah. back out to the living room to like flip it. He's like waiting for the one night that you forget or don't realize, no. and then he can wake up and be like, hey, right. I got away with it. No, it's just not going to happen. Okay, I love it. Yeah, if that's your worst issue, <laughs> yeah. then I think you guys are on a great track. Um, you guys clearly have a very special dynamic, and mm-hmm. you it's very evident in the videos you guys put out and the things you guys show um, to the public. Um, you have really, you know, talked a lot about, like, um, your, the, your personal life. You guys are very open. You guys yeah. are able to share a lot, which is really great. You guys talk about things like finances and spending, the student loans, this, the, that. And one of the things that you've been really open about is wanting that ring girl where is it um obviously you know i'm you say it with a lot of humor and um you know i'm sure there's serious conversations (laughs) that are happening behind closed doors um you know and but you guys will get there in due time um but for you as a female, mm-hmm. has that always been like your end goal? Is marriage something that is really important to you? Yeah. So, I mean, me personally, I have always like dreamt about getting married and this and that. I don't think it has ever been, it's never been pressured. Like out of all my cousins, one of them is married. Okay. Literally. So like, it's not like it's like a huge pressure by any means. I think just- The Italian mother is not asking you? No. Really? Well, now she's a little bit. Um, <laughs> now that I found someone prior to that, she's like, God, please yeah. don't. Yeah. Um, but still not too much. Like I've definitely seen it on a few of my other friends, like their parents pushing babies just because they're a little bit older. Mm-hmm. Um, my dad hopes that we never have kids. So like definitely don't have that Why? pressure. Just cause it's a little fucked up of a world right now. Yeah, that's you know? true. <laughs> true. Um, sorry for swearing. Oh, no, you can swear. <laughs> Cross away. All right, cool. <laughs> um, so no pressure on that end, honestly. I think I just always have wanted to. However, I find it super funny because, and I'm sure we all have, I thought I was going to marry my high school boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He was going to propose on graduation night of college because that's obviously realistic um, with the $3 and I like, had in my bank account. Where, like, maybe in, like, Alabama, right. like, <laughs> Texas. What? Thought that was going to happen. Yeah. Um so that's definitely much gone. Like that, thank God that didn't yeah. happen. Um, I think the funny thing with me that a lot of people on TikTok probably don't realize, and maybe mm-hmm. it's TMI, and maybe like no one really gives a shit, but I want the babies. I really don't even give a crap about the wedding. Yeah. I want the babies. Yeah. So just give me the ring <laughs> so we can have the baby. You're just trying to do the whole process. I'm trying to do it yeah. right. You know, yeah. I'm loving it work. If I have to do it wrong, I will. Right. <laughs> Not wrong, but you know, there's yeah. no right or wrong there's way no to right do or wrong. it. Yes, but I totally understand what you're yeah. saying. So it's just always been something that you wanted, but you're yeah. you're it, you know that he's the one. So mm-hmm. you're like, why are we wasting any time here? You know, right? Like, yeah. Let's keep it moving. And we like do we we have so many conversations about it. We're both on the same exact path. Yeah. Um, what same. are those like? When did those conversations start for you? And like, when did you know that he was the one? Um, the conversation started very early. Um, I'm a very blunt person and yeah. I think after going through all, uh, my like past relationships and experiences mm-hmm. and, um, you know, like one thing we were speaking about this the other day In every relationship I've ever been in, I always thought you were supposed to, um, like get rid of yourself to please the other person. Like you were supposed to be the most selfless person in the entire world so that the other person could have mm-hmm. it how they want to have it. Um, so I would never bring up awkward conversations because I'm like, oh, like, I don't want to make them feel awkward. Like, I would never pressure anyone to doing anything. And not by pressure, but, you know, like, bring it up because yeah. I thought I would be pressuring them. Like, I would never um, – the amount of relationships that I was in that I didn't even know what we were because I didn't want to be like, oh, my God, like, I know it's been six months and, like, I've met his whole family, but, like, I don't want to ask it for official. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. absolutely not. So – I took all that time to be alone, to focus on myself, and if I was going to get into a relationship, it was going to be for all those reasons. So straight from 
date one, I got into his truck and I was like, okay, let's get started. And I had like a <laughs> list of questions for him. I was like, let's do it because like you can drop me back off at home. Like I'm not doing this. I am obsessed yeah. with that. <laughs> yeah. Do you have like the same questions for every guy? Um, a lot okay, of the same. Do you same... have an example? So yes, first question. I don't even think we like drove off yet. And I was like, all right, how do you take your steak? Because if it's well done, drop me off. See you later. See you later. That's I'll walk home. Jail. Jail yeah, time. Absolutely not. No. Um, it was medium rare. So I was like, okay, okay we can keep going. We can work with that. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Can go. So I was like, you know, I'd rather it mooing, but whatever. I guess we can do medium rare. Like, you worry about yourself. But um, yeah, so that was like one question. And it just really went from there. He says he knew from date number two that I was the one. Mm. Um, date number two, I was such a bitch because I was like going through something. Um, so that shocks me, but I'm like, great if you like, well, he was like, know? I'm seeing this girl at maybe quote unquote her worst right. and I'm still enjoying spending time with her. So maybe that was his yeah. thought process Which there is like, great. I still really enjoy being with her. Yeah. So that's how I must know. Right. I think, okay. I think for me, it was when he helped me, um, move into my old apartment um just because I saw like how selfless he was you know and I was yeah. like wow and like he was talking to my dad and like my dad's he's an old Italian man like yeah. you know he's he can be rough so um I think that's when I kind of knew I was like oh wow he's different you know yeah I love that so much yeah. I feel like you guys really have been able to accelerate your relationship mm -hmm. um so outside of just knowing that it's something that you've always wanted luckily your parents aren't pressuring you but do you feel being a female you're getting pressure from outside sources whether it's friends or being on social media being in the public mm -hmm. eye to start going you know to those next steps and do you feel like that's something that you often worry about um I I don't know if it's like pressure is so much the right word I think now that it's become such like a joke between us yeah um, which is great. I love it. Like yeah. people, like people call me Hagrid. It doesn't bother me. Like oh joke my God, about I love it. Yeah. Like I, I'm, I don't get offended by anything. Thick skin. Right. Yeah. I'll answer the same question a hundred times. Like it's fine. Like none of that bothers me by any means. But lately I found that like the other day I posted how we were going out for like date lunch. Mm -hmm. And he's like, oh my God, is it happening? And I'm like, no, right. I literally got pizza guys. Yeah. Like, Slow your roll a little yeah, bit. Yeah. If this is how he does it, we're gonna have to have another conversation after that. <laughs> like, and like, believe me, when he does it, I'll let you guys right, know. Like, like everyone will know. Yeah, you'll find out. So, yeah. I mean, that's a little. I guess like a little, answering the question a little bit differently, just because of what we've created it. But I do feel that I now more want him to propose, just so other people get like their answer, yeah. opposed to like me at this point. You know what I mean? Right, I'm like, please right. just do it for like. The girl in my DMs every day. Yeah. Please. Like, she is stressed. I love it. Like, I love um, it. But no, I mean, I think, of course, we all feel a little pressured. Mm -hmm. um, but I have so many friends who already know they never want to be married and they never yeah. want to have kids. And my aunt was only ever in, like, long, serious relationships, never married. Um, and I think I've been very, I'm blessed to be able to see that you can be an independent woman and still have a significant other. And mm -hmm. it doesn't need to be solidified by a $15,000 ring. But if that's something that you want, yeah. that's great. Absolutely. And I want that. Yeah. <laughs> I want that $15,000. Yeah, I think that's like exactly <laughs> it. It's like, if, it, if it's not on someone else's journey, then that's totally fine. Right. But it is something that you want to be a part of yours. And like you own it and you yeah. found someone that's on the same page and it will happen in due time. But I love that you have been so assertive throughout your relationship mm -hmm. and starting from the get-go. I think that's something that's rare. Um, like you said, in the past, especially girls, I think when we're less confident or a little bit more, you know, insecure, unsure of ourselves, younger, you don't want to be the crazy girl right. or that, like, puts the pressure on him, asks for too much, that pushes him away, whatever it may be. But I think as we're getting older, it's like, no, like, yeah. I'm wasting my time right. if I don't be upfront with you. So you can have whatever perception of me that you want, mm -hmm. but... I'd rather you tell me now, you know, in the first month of dating that you think I'm nuts and walk away than not be upfront with what right. I'm looking for and then find out down the road that, like, that's not something that you've ever considered exactly. or wanted for yourself. Like, it's so important that you're doing that. If being too much, if being in a relationship is too much for someone, that's not your person. Yeah. And that's okay. Yeah. 
Exactly. And like, it might hurt for a little bit, but I promise you staying in that relationship, begging for someone's attention and love is going to hurt 10 times more. Yeah. I pro- I've done it. Yeah. <laughs> I promise. I completely agree. I love that. You're so wise. <laughs> um, okay. Um, the other question I wanted to ask you is now that you guys are clearly in the in the public eye, I mean, we're talking about it already. Um, do you feel like there has been a difference in how you're received versus how he's received in the sense of being a female versus being a guy? Do you think that like the type of comments that you get, he's not receiving, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. like are, they're not asking him about the ring, right? They're right. only asking you, like what's been the biggest difference between your experience and his do you think you know I think that a lot of it is people people are just mean yeah (laughs) like and girls specifically are very jealous beings we all are I mean it's kind of I think just like our natural living for some reason we like to like drive ourselves crazy um (laughs) And I, I'm what not, issues can I cause myself today? Exactly. You're like, mm, life's too good. Let's stir up, up some drama. Yeah. So I think that I found, you know, and not to attack one person over another or anything or say, like, I'm perfect. I've never done this. But I find on social media that I get attacked more by women all the time. Kevin doesn't just because, like, I think for a girl, like, what's that really going to do for them to, yeah. like, you know, attack, like, Kevin? Great. Congrats. Um, but... I mean, in the beginning, I would get attacked on my weight constantly. Um, I, I remember I was cleaning windows and literally, like, his sweatshirt and, like, my dad's sweatpants. And someone goes, oh, she looks like she eats a lot of baguettes. What? And I was like, baguettes? Honey, we are not in France. I eat bagels. <laughs> like, and yes, I do. They're good. Have you not had one? <laughs> like, I love your attitude. Is that an issue? But it is. And there's, for some reason, people feel so comfortable oh my god commenting on women yeah appearances so I think they know like it'll affect us more than it'll affect a guy yeah. and I'm, I mean it will affect some guys you know and um like it, it's just, it's terrible affecting anyone I was very much affected from it in the beginning and Kevin mm-hmm. kind of taught me how to let it not you know like he's like Ash I get bad stuff too all the time he's like but I have such a great like you get a hundred comments that are good and you get one comment that's bad. You're always right. there, like obsessed over the bad one. You remember one. the bad one. Right. And there was someone who commented the other day making fun of the fact that he had a Chase credit card and not a uh, Amex credit card. Are you kidding me? And he was like, okay, buddy, I like, and not saying this in any way cocky form, but he's like, I have 850,000 followers and I'm making money off of this app. Your comment is making me money. Right. You're not doing that Keep right now. Keep saying whatever you want to say, pal. Yeah, that, you're paying my credit card at this point. Yeah. You're paying for Ashley shopping. Like, <laughs> keep it coming because we got a lot more. Like, you know, so I think he taught me that. And mm-hmm. I think that if everyone could try to take social media that way um, and just saying, like, this, the people who are typically saying the rude things too aren't the people who are following you, the people who, like, right. actually genuinely care about you, like, think your content's funny or, like, relate to your story or anything. These are people scrolling and they're like, <laughs> Right. What can I do today? Right. Um, People have yeah. a lot of confidence behind the screen right. to say things that they would never say to your yeah. face. But I mean, it's always sure. it's always weight related or makeup related or um, the amount of hate I got that my accent was fake and like that oh, was yeah. that's actually the stuff that I get upset about. Everything else, you can call me fat, you can call me ugly, you can call me haggard. Yeah. Do not say my accent's fake. <laughs> Do not say You it. heard it here. <laughs> Do not let her catch you people. Yeah. Um, so going on to TikTok, like for the first time and deciding to be a part of the platform, were you hesitant because yeah. Kevin already had such a large following or did it feel more of just like a natural thing for you to do? Not at all. Um, so might be shocking, but I'm extremely introverted, like very introverted. It is shocking. Sorry. Yeah, so <laughs> introverted. Um, so I never wanted it. And he was on it. It was great. Um, and he would have friends who are also on social media that were like, Ash, you need to get into it. Like, you'll do so good. And I'm like, no, I don't want it. And like, they would kind of pressure me. And Kevin's like, no, nope, she doesn't want to be on it. Like, mm-hmm. not a big deal. Like, it doesn't matter. He's like, got your back. Right. I like that. It's also like, it's social media, guys. Yeah. Like, relax. And... I just, I didn't want to be on it because I, I wasn't 
thick enough skinned. Like he would upload a video of me and like every comment would be negative. A lot of it too was like girls who didn't know he had a girlfriend. So like they like, ooh, attack her. Mm. And then once they got to know me a little bit more, like they're like, oh, we actually like, like her. Like, okay, right. bye. Like, you know? Um, so I was super, super hesitant. What got me into doing it honestly was, so I've always worked in healthcare. I have my undergrads in genetics and psychology. My master's is in child psych. So I've worked at Mass General for seven years, that like kill myself going to work every day. Mm-hmm. And I have no time to myself because everyone can work remotely now and I'm still trucking it to work every single day. And oh then I get gosh. paid shit. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I was seeing the brand Sorry, deals. MGH. <laughs> Not someone. Not too sorry. Um, but I was seeing like the brand deals and the opportunities that this was like allowing him and it, not even that it's necessarily about money, but the opportunities it was bringing mm-hmm. him. Like we got to meet Ryan Sarhan, which was amazing. We got to be in the news, which was amazing. And wow. like Kevin so awesome that he's been bringing me along on this journey. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, okay, you know, like I want this. Like, yeah, I'm sorry. Making minimum wage is not and like somewhere I'm not even happy is not my life mm-hmm. goal. I'm no longer happy where I am. So like I'd love to find a way that I can get my voice heard, get my name heard, get connections and, you know, maybe still work for shit in healthcare in the future. But as long as I love it and I'm doing what I want to do, you know? Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of like what pushed because me. Because so it was quit. everything combined too. Like it's everything. not just the pay. No. It was a platform to reach all those things, but also flexibility. I mean, right. you're making your own schedule. You're being able to, if you're more of a night owl, morning person, weekends, right. like it's not as structured. So you yeah. had a lot of room to move or like yeah. wiggle room, you know, doing this versus that. So right. are you no longer there anymore? So no, I left healthcare a while ago. I do hope to get back into it in the future. Um, because it's like, it is where my passion is. Mm-hmm. Um, I just think right now for so many people, it's just a tough place to be. Um, so I left, I got a remote job, um, just to allow me like that flexibility. Yeah. But my end goal is to like, Kevin and I are working to, be our own bosses one day, you know, Mm -hmm. whether that be through social media or what can come through social media, you know? Um, so yeah, I mean, I just want to be able to have that availability to be able to do that, to grow together, to grow like our future, not like the now. And I just think it's like a really great time to do so. Um, so I took the jump and it's still scary and I'm still not doing what I love, but I can like tell that I'm like getting closer to it. I feel like as you've grown and like the longer you've been on the platform it's less about like hey I'm Kevin's girlfriend and more about like hey I'm Ash and like this is my story and this is about who I am and you're getting and like we love Kevin but like you're getting to be able to just segment yourself a little bit so that there doesn't have to be the direct correlation and like you're doing things on your own merit which is really cool because there's obviously you know experiences in your life that are not something he can speak to right Right. but there's a lot of things that you and we're going to talk about it in just a couple (laughs) minutes but some things that you've gone through that um could really like help a lot of people by spreading awareness to and by having conversations about so there's a lot of empowerment and being able to just say you know what like i'm not just going to be the sidekick i'm going to go in and do this on my own um Although I'm sure you still do a lot of stuff together. And I mean, obviously you guys, you know, highlight your relationship. What would you say to someone who is considering going into business or working with their significant other? Does it cause, Mm. are there like creative differences that cause stress, Mm -hmm. arguments, like anything you guys kind of disagree on? Yeah. So exactly how you're saying that there's creative differences. And I think the best advice is one to just be able to talk like yeah. that was something I was never able to do in past relationships if, if something was bothering me I'd bottle it up right now like I'll give Kevin all the attitude and like he like he can take it yeah. like I try not to obviously right. but you know in previous relationships I was scared they'd leave me if I voiced my opinion like I can do that here and he listens and we work together so um for like, for example, when we started doing coffee and we were boxing up all these orders, he posted a TikTok about the coffee and literally overnight over a hundred orders came in and we've wow. never, and like we're doing everything, all the coffees in our apartment, in our uh, closet with the coats. So like I had to move all my coats 
and <laughs> that's a lot this of is like it's not as glamorous as it looks people right. okay <laughs> but so like we have the boxes there we have all the wrapping stuff and we like take the wow. just print the you know like do the whole shit yeah so we were doing that great awesome and it was after a hundred orders came in so we've never done that before wow. it's always been like five a week it's a startup you know and he doesn't yeah. focus all his time on it but we're, we're and what is it grow. called dangerously caffeinated, dangerously caffeinated. yeah <laughs> of course so we posted TikTok, all these orders come in. I'm more of like the, he's, again, like he's very orderly and clean and like neat, but I'm just like over the top more. Right. So I don't even remember what it was, but it was something like we did like as many as we could fit on the table together. And then like we were printing orders and then it was like, oh no, wait, like it was this box was for this label and we need to re-go through it. Oh, man. And I'm like, well, if we just like had a routine and like, he's like, well, I don't know what to do. Right. So, I mean, it's it's gonna be tough, but like if our end goal is to be our own bosses. So it's gonna mm -hmm. be way bigger, hopefully, than what this is now. And like, it's just communication. If you can't mm -hmm. communicate right now at 27 dating, well, we if we can't communicate, not saying anyone right, else's right. relationship, but like if we can't communicate right now at 27 doing what we're doing right now, we will never make it for what our end goal is. Yeah. Um. So just communication, yeah. it really is. And that's something I never had in my previous relationships, which I love in this, but it's also something I'm still learning that you can disagree and not break up. Yeah. Which is no, bizarre, but <laughs> apparently it happens. So. Who knew? <laughs> Who knew? Um, but that is a really great point because, I mean, if you think about it, I mean, it's not necessarily as, you know, bad as it was before in terms of COVID, but, like, things are still a little bit quieter. Times mm -hmm. have definitely changed, um, but you're living together, you're working together, you, there's a lot of time spent with one another. A lot of couples, like, would just get on each other's nerves just living together, So, but then you have these other things. You have to go to events and yeah. meetings and et cetera, et cetera, like you're probably going to need your space. <laughs> yeah. But again, that's where the communication comes in and just right. being able to voice like, I need a little me time. Like yeah. you were talking about earlier, like tonight I just want to like sit and be by myself and like having your partner, like being secure enough in your relationship for your partner to know yeah. like this isn't personal. This, mm -hmm. that's what they need to do to recharge, especially as an introvert, you know, yeah. something like that, you know? Yeah. I definitely like that's something too. Every night I have to read. I'm also like, and nerdy introvert, but like I oh, need to read. Do you and have I'm a favorite like, book? Anything where like it's Kevin hates that I love thriller because then I get like <laughs> anxious. Um, and then I think he's and you're trying like, to kill me. I don't know me. why I have a nightmare every right. single night. I like wouldn't stand too close to the balcony one night with him, and he was so sad. And I was like, you could throw me off. And he was like, are you serious? And I was like, that's what just happened in the read book. Way too many. True yeah, crime and he was books. like, you need to stop. That's but like I can't. Hilarious. So anything where someone's like murdered, it's for me. Okay, I love know? that. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Have you ever watched? Either Making a Murderer, The Staircase, or The Chris Watts. I've watched all three. Oh my but making God. of a murderer or how making, making of a murderer oh, Stephen yeah. Avery. Yes, okay. I was thinking of a different show, but yes, I have. He has a second season or something. Oh now, yeah, right? it's there's yes, there's a second yeah. season. Mm -hmm. You haven't seen that yet. Mm -mm. Okay. First season. Yeah. Do you think he's guilty or innocent? I think the first time he was put away, he was innocent. Uh, when he was well, like wrongfully yeah, that put away, one, yeah, innocent, yes. absolutely one hundred percent innocent. They found the guy. That's After that, confirmed. Yeah, no. So you don't think he killed Teresa? No, I mean, whatever her name is. Oh no, I do think he did. Yeah. 100%. Oh sorry, I mean you yeah. Do. You so do. that time I do. I just think there's so much trauma that can happen when you're locked up, especially wrongfully. Mm. So I just think that like maybe his like reflex was a little bit more aggressive than should have been. You know. I respect your opinion but i <laughs> am on team free stephen avery and my mom is like that too and it's funny she loves true crime but feel I'm, so bad for him i feel like he um is a little bit delayed mentally absolutely. and i think that it gets taken advantage of especially like, the nephew yes Brendan. Yeah, I think both of them are not fully yeah. with it. And I think that because of that, like, they don't even fully understand what's happening to them. Yeah. They can't properly no. advocate for themselves. It was for sure set up, though. I mean, I'll 100% oh, yeah. say it was set up. I just think that he unfortunately okay. did. React. Okay, wait, hold on. So then hold on, I need to ask about the others. I mean, Chris Watts, we know. Yeah. Um, uh, and then what is his name? The Staircase Michael 
Pat, what's his name? No, Pattinson? No, nah, I think that's another author. I'm getting uh, it confused now. But Michael something. Yeah. Well, that one was just sketchy because wasn't it like multiple people died on that staircase? Yes. So No, I'm not like, on that staircase, but it, his wife, if you guys have not seen any of these series, you need to. It's, the, it's called The Staircase or Making a Murderer. They're both on Netflix. Um, but The Staircase. Three Wives. Was it? Yeah, he had like, it was like he had two wives and then this neighbor who lived across the street from him in Germany, but he, all of a sudden him and his wife were having, no, I'm I'm obsessed with it, but his wife and him were like having wine, a glass of wine, like by the pool, and then she goes to bed early, he comes inside and she's dead at the bottom of the staircase, and like the majority of the series, you're kind of like, Okay, I feel bad for this guy. This was just a really sad accident. But then you find out that 18 years prior, this woman, his neighbor, died the exact same way. Mm -hmm. And he was also, like, the last person to have seen her. And it's a little sketch. So him I'm torn on. Him I'm torn on. But... Um, we can agree to disagree on Steven. <laughs> Sorry for diverting the situation, but I needed to just get that out. Um, no, but if you have any other um, shows or books that you would like me to read or watch, please let me know. I got you. Um, perfect. Um, okay, do you feel like doing this together back on track has brought you guys closer together? Um, it has. I think a lot of it, too, is because we can do something that, like, seems so stupid, but mm-hmm. both find so much, like, comedy in it. Yeah. Like, they'll be talking, like, I have an idea. And I'm like, you just, like, stand there. And he's, like, totally willing to do it. Yeah. And same thing with me. So I think it, you know, it's, like, really helped that we can both be, like, really funny together. And then also being uncomfortable in the, like, being recognized has really helped us to grow together, too. Like, the first time that we were, well, he was recognized, um... He had so few following. We were in, like, the Cape. and It was, like, super weird. And now it happens, like, often. Um, and we're, like, super grateful for mm-hmm. it. But I think being able to be in situations where, um, like, we'll be out at Loco and people will be all over him. And, like, I mean, you, I just, I have to be um, like comfortable with that. Like, yeah. we talk about it and I am comfortable with it. But I think if you're someone who would not be comfortable with that in a relationship, it would make it really hard. Um, All over him, like, girls, you mean? Or just, like, people just, like, it's like they're, like, clinging to the fame of him. People, I mean, girls, too. I, recently, like, there's been no disrespectful girls. There were girls way back when I wasn't really, like, on TikTok either that, like, he'd be like, oh, this is my girlfriend, Ashley. And they're like, "Uh uh-huh. Ew. I'm like, okay, like, do you think this is going to happen? And, like, it doesn't, I'm so confident in it that I'm like, Talk Please, you have want. at like, it. I'll be over here. Yeah. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, but I think like both of us, um, you know, kind of like being our like our relationship being in the spotlight and people like knowing about us, but then also going home and knowing that like it's just us two. Yeah. Um, has really really helped. Um, but it's it's different. It's weird. It's nothing mm-hmm. I ever thought would like happen. Yeah. So it's funny. Yeah. But, it's cool. Um, okay. Well, switching gears, um, because I think that this is something that is really commendable of you and really important. But as of late, you've been talking a lot about your experience in the past with an mm-hmm. eating disorder and yep. spreading awareness to it. Um, are you comfortable sharing a little bit about how that started yeah. and like sort of that part of your story? Yeah, absolutely. So, um, Basically, to begin, I guess, I was, I've been a dancer my whole life. Mm-hmm. So with dancing, you know, it's, it's, you're always in like a leotard and tights or like tight little costumes and stuff like that. And I feel really bad for the girls nowadays, girls and boys nowadays, because I think with social media specifically, there is a lot more pressure put on people at a much younger age than, yeah. um, I'm very grateful that it was never put on me. Um, but I was always like, I fluctuated. So I hit puberty very young. Like I was in the third grade, puberty already completely oh done, my God. gone. Yes. So because of that, you know, like I gained that like puberty weight that we all gained at mm-hmm. a very young age. And I and became like aware of your body yes, much earlier right. too. So you like know? girls, like I, my cousins are in middle school now and I'm like, oh my God. Like yeah. the stuff that I went through at nine years old, like you guys are still babies to me. But um, because of that, like, I was very aware of my body, and I also, like, had gained weight, and, you know, like, your body's so different now. Um, 
So because of that, like I was five feet in the third grade. So third grade, super, super tall. Now super, super short. <laughs> um, but I always stood out as kind of like a bigger kid. And in dancing, like that's not like cute. You know, you think of a dancer and you think sh- like petite. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So whatever. Great. But now fast forward, I like ended up losing a little bit of like my weight. But again, like we didn't have social media in these like views that you're supposed to like have like a big butt and like a stomach and stuff. So like no big deal, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I ended up going through. I have a few different like chronic illnesses now that were found in high school. Um, and one of them, like my main um illness i guess um it's endometriosis and it's actually national endometriosis month in march oh my goodness so yay just not yay but um (laughs) but it's very good time yeah great time to start talking about it so basically with that um it really started affecting like my gi tract and i couldn't stomach any food i didn't realize there was a connection with that super weird yeah so it's like actually a lot of the reason why and it Shows different in every person. Um, not everyone will have the same exact experience that I had. Mm-hmm. But for me specifically, like I like for some reason out of nowhere I couldn't stomach anything. So I was strictly only eating saltines. It was all I could stomach. Oh my god! And just because of that, plus dancing seven days a week, yeah. I like rapidly lost so much weight. I went down to like ninety five pounds or something like that. Wow. Uh, well, actually, that's why I went down to say like a hundred and five pounds. Okay, and this was how old? This was, I believe, tenth grade. Okay. So like fifteen. Maybe. So I I lost a lot of weight. And before that, I was probably like 130 pounds or something. Okay. So I lost a lot of weight. But with that, I found that, you know, like I was, I just naturally became a better dancer because there was less weight to carry. I was naturally, and this has nothing to do on dancing the sport by any means. But, you know, I was suddenly being put up in lifts rather than being the one that was being held. And just, again, naturally, I was becoming better because there was less weight to carry. I could start tumbling better. Um, I just started looking better in costumes to my own eye and like, of course, and no one means to do it. And at this point I still was like healthy, you know, Mm -hmm. like mentally, at least I was, I was fine. Um, and people were like, oh my God, you're looking so good. Like you're just losing your baby fat. Mm -hmm. Very normal thing. So normal. Mm -hmm. But I loved that. I was thriving off of that. So even when I got better, I was like, oh, I can only stomach saltines. So... I guess that's kind of what dove me into it. So I think I went into college weighing like 95 pounds or so. Wow. And, um, wow. but I was, I was like small, like you could, see, and like, it's so funny. I like see pictures of me then and I'm like, oh my God, I was so fat. And like, now that I look back, I'm like. But it's crazy oh though, God. because if you think about it, like, yes, you are very short. So yeah. there, there's like, you know, if you're shorter, you're going to be a little bit lighter in right. terms of weight, but if you think about a what you like were before and like right. the drastic difference, but then also the fact that you are an athlete and you should have a lot of muscle right. that is very it, yeah. very thin. It you was know? and like so exactly. I was an athlete. I was dancing every day and I was eating saltines. So like there was like no energy. So even though you had gotten to the point where you could stomach more, yeah, you were feeling better. You felt like you were performing better. You were getting compliments from people. And so you continued yeah. to just right. sort of operate at that. Yeah. And it, I mean, it wasn't, I think the thing that's really hard about uh, eating disorders, I guess, and this was something that I actually didn't come to the terms of having an eating disorder until like just a few years back, honestly, mm-hmm. like well recovered everything. But I think a lot of it is you think that if you don't go to um, get help and treatment, like professional treatment, it wasn't an eating disorder or, oh, like if I'm not binging every time I eat, uh, um, purging every time I eat, it's not an eating disorder mm-hmm. or like I was eating like, so I'm not anorexic. None of that is a thing. Like if you... There's, I mean, pretty much everyone, it's unfortunate to say, but honestly, almost everyone has a really un, un, not good, what's the word? Like an unhealthy relationship with food. Yeah, an unhealthy relationship with food, unfortunately, we all do. But I think when you kind of let it consume you and you know that you have the unhealthy relationship with food and you still, like, push it aside, Mm -hmm. kind of. Um, And it's something, like, I'll forever deal with. I mean, I... So I think I was just scared to eat and then go back to um, what I looked like. But, I mean, there were times where, like, I had to eat. So, like, there were times that Christmas, I can't, like, really hide it, but I would make sure I wouldn't eat as much. So, like, I was still hungry, but I was like, oh, I can't do that. 
and that like slowly happened and then I think I like just going to college naturally you kind of like put on weight mm-hmm. honestly um so I did get a little bit yeah, better when you're drinking <laughs> Thursday right, exactly <laughs> Sunday and like it was just I never I was still dancing so I naturally put on some weight but I was still very small and then I went through like my first breakup summer before sophomore year of college and for whatever reason as girls we think that if we starve ourselves and let the guy know you're starving yourself they want you back <laughs> like I remember like texting during me, like, the relationship or after while broken up yeah like, I feel like, like Danny, I haven't eaten in days and he's like okay <laughs> I <laughs> will never forget I used to work at White House Black Market back in the day when I was in like college or high school I forgot how it was but I remember I had never been it was must have been high school because I'd never been in a serious relationship yet and I remember this woman comes in and she's picking off all these clothes off the rack and she I was like oh can I start you a footing room and she said yeah if you don't mind that would be great um I need to try on all these I don't know what size I am I've just gone through the divorce diet so I don't know what fits me and I was like what does that mean like what does she mean by that and I didn't realize until later like there is this thing it's like the divorce diet the breakup diet and sometimes it's intentional sometimes it's not sometimes it's like very like stress induced you know but there is that common thread of like breakups can cause girls to lose a lot of weight Mm -hmm. and hopefully in our heads if it we or not hopefully but like in our heads sometimes we think hopefully right if I look better then he's gonna want yeah. me back it's part of that like twisted mentality right. from a toxic relationship yeah. or in just an unhealthy mental no, state it's you know? toxic relationship yeah. let me tell you <laughs> um but no yeah so it just kind of and I think from there even though like I recovered as far as like what my physical body looked like mentally like I absolutely am still dealing with it um, I don't think I will ever get back to ever starving myself per se. However, again, because of dancing, because you're in these little two piece costumes all the times like you, and again, still nothing wrong with the sport. I love the sport. I just think that, um, as like, like women in a society, we really need to try to like promote healthy eating and nutrition better. Absolutely. Um, but you know, like. I'm someone who I'm an all-in or all-out person. So now I think because of that experience that I've had in the past, I'm either eating, like counting my macros, weighing my food, or I'm binge eating. And it's still something I struggle with now. I am a lot better, but I feel like... I was scared of bananas. Like, I still am scared of bananas. Wait, why? Because there's so many cops in a damn banana. So I'll pick, like, a berry over a banana. And I'm like, Ashley, why? I didn't realize that. It's the weirdest thing. So, like, there is... Okay, so there's still some things that live with you, even though you've made so much progress. But then I'll eat a bowl of spaghetti and think nothing about it. So, like, yeah, so... I think so. It's just like disordered eating. The things we tell ourselves, the things we convince ourselves. Can't have a banana. (laughs) Like why? But um, I think it just like I'm saying. I think it's just unfortunately Mm -hmm. something that too many people have experience with, and I think it's something that we really need to try to educate better. Mm -hmm. And now I am so obsessed with nutrition that, in a healthy way, yeah. But I think we also need to remember like. It's, it's like I had a donut last week and like, you don't need to feel guilty about that. Nutritionally, is that proper? Like, no, like technically that's actually like, not that it's really bad, but like it's doing nothing for you, Mm -hmm. but I loved it. It tasted great. And I'll do it again. Right. And like, that's okay. You know? (laughs) Exactly. Like if you, if it makes you happy, if it's something you want, depriving yourself of Mm -hmm. something can be uh, like trigger to start a a negative cycle you know what I mean so when you start limiting yourself that's when you should be worried a little bit and that's why I like I can't um I used to like prep for auditions and you had to look a certain way and I got to the point where I was like I physically can't audition for things anymore because I just don't have a good enough relationship with food that I can deprive myself of something and then turn around and be okay with it later so like people I could never do like a bodybuilding or fitness competition because if I was to be someone who tracked my macros and cut my food and was told like okay now you have to cut your carbs like I I can't I mentally Mm -hmm. like I'm not strong enough to do that at what point did you know or did you say to yourself like this has gone too far I Mm -hmm. think that there's a problem um 
That's hard. I think, I think when, honestly, like this is pretty sad to say, but I think recently, like looking back, so like during the beginning of COVID, um, I was prepping for an audition and then COVID happened. And I remember thinking like I was so heavy and now looking back, it was actually my dream body. I was not restricting myself, but I also wasn't like enjoying life fully. Mm -hmm. Like it definitely wasn't like a balancing, um, like what you would want to do for life. Um, but honestly, and like I was, I had a six pack. Why did I think I was fat? You know what I mean? And this was only like a year ago. Wow. But, so two years ago. Um, so I think when I looked back and I was like, oh, wow, like you thought you had such a healthy relationship with food at that moment and you still thought you were fat. So yeah. like you cannot be doing this to yourself anymore. So um, this was like very yeah, recent. I know? mean, it's just it's it's hard because you really almost and I don't mean to say this in a negative way. You can overcome something to like the naked eye of everyone else and you can even fool yourself that you have mm -hmm. but you have triggers and I mean I for sure have worked through those triggers recently um and I also think finding someone it doesn't always have to be finding your significant other that's going to help you through it by any means like you can do this on your own girl yeah but I do think that me finding Kevin and Kevin telling me he isn't going to leave me no matter how much attitude I give him, he's not going to leave me. Like all the things in my past that weren't consistent that I always had to worry about. And then you think you can fix it with like your appearance, mm -hmm. you know, like not having that insecurity anymore really helps. So like I gained so much weight this past year because I was putting on a medication for my endometriosis. I gained like 40 pounds or something. And I'm, wow. I'm just, but like in like three months and I'm like, I'm slowly but look at you. It. You look fantastic. <laughs> Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. But I think like I was at my biggest and my unhealthiest and he was like, actually, like, you're still beautiful. Like, you're still fine. Like, he's like, if you're not happy with how you are and like you're eating the way you always eat, like it's obviously the pill. It's not you. Let's get you off the pill. Let's get you better. Like, you know, like it's in. But if you feel great on this pill, mm -hmm. even with that weight green, like who cares? Yeah. Who cares? It's not, like you're still eating healthy. It's not like you're sitting here binging cookies and not ever eating protein. Right, like, right. you know what I mean? Like if you're healthy and you just gained weight, who cares? I yeah. don't care. Like you still look beautiful. I'll still take your clothes off. Like, great. <laughs> um, so I, I honestly think he really helped. And now that I came off that pill and I'm like slowly losing the weight, I was still not obsessed with my body, but I'm like, Okay, like yeah. I still look good. Yes. Who cares? Yes, like, you do. You can still you still got yourself through a pandemic. Like you still are treating yourself through endometriosis. Like you're strong. Food is yeah. fuel. And I think once I came to that realization, um, and also people keep messaging me asking me for like my fitness advice. And I'm like, really? Like I think I look like poop. You want no. my advice? But that helped. Like that yeah. honestly really helped me. Um, because I'm like, oh, this is not what I had always imagined being my best look mm -hmm. but people still think I look great so I'm gonna listen to them like okay yeah. I'm doing a good job sometimes yeah I mean you know? we were talking about earlier like sometimes a lot of people can say negative things and you've got to like let it go in one ear out the yeah. other but then sometimes on the flip of it yeah. it takes hearing something positive about yourself from somebody else to really realize it and right. accept it because it's hard to give ourselves like that pat on the back right. and that reassurance and sometimes we don't want to assume that you know our body looks good or that our right. like personalities one way or that we do this great thing at our job like etc like we want the um we want the like outside opinion yeah. and we don't always need it but sometimes it can be really nice right. to have it you know and like you're saying I think a lot of it too especially for me like you almost like made it sound better than I can even explain mm -hmm. my situation but my eating disorder stemmed from other toxic parts of my life and I think, like, once you eliminate that, like, you can heal yourself so much better. So I was always in toxic relationships. So, again, not that, like, your relationship is everything, but I was in a toxic relationship. I had a toxic relationship with food. I have finally found a healthy relationship. I have a healthier relationship with food. I hated my job. Also led to, like, unhealthy eating. Right now I'm like, oh, I don't love my job. But, like, yeah. I, I like once you get yourself out of what is causing you, like, the stress – the stress and the toxicity, it's what's going to help you grow and help you heal. And I just think it's like a whole cluster of things. And, 
you know, being confident in your skin is going to help you be confident in like all different ways of life. I love that. That's so perfectly put. I love, no, seriously, I think that was a really great way because I I think that a lot of times too, eating tends to be one of those things that we feel like if everything's haywire and like we're not not happy, it's like that one thing we can control. Absolutely. Um, So if someone listening to this is wondering to themselves, maybe they should get help or maybe they're on the fence of like, do I have a problem? Do right. I not have a problem? What would be um, the biggest thing that you'd want them to know? I think I would like them to just know that food is your friend and food is good. And yes. like you don't, you don't, even if you gain some weight, you know, like that's not, that's not why we eat. That's not why we look in the mirror like you eat for like to take care of your body for nutrition reasons so it's gonna be scary but I promise you like you'll feel so much better afterwards right now you think you have control over not eating I promise you that's gonna spiral you out of control because more and more you're gonna have less control over a lot of other things in your life um I on just even if you have that one friend you can lean on lean on that person I have a friend Lisa who shout out to Lisa um I literally will text her about these stupidest things repetitive constantly repetitive like I'm like hey I know I complained about this yesterday but I still gotta complain about it today you need to find your friend that isn't gonna get annoyed with you over these things who will constantly be there for you even if it's something so silly like oh my god my eyeliner didn't come out great today you know what I mean like you just you need your outlet um, and I really just think find your person. If you don't have a person, like DM me, I'll be your person. Like, Aww. you know, like yeah. you, just, you need to be able to talk. And sometimes I think it is easier to talk to a stranger Before sometimes. Before you let like the little things build up. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's, I like you think you have control, but it's, it's, you don't. Mm-hmm. Well, I really want to commend you for being so brave and sharing all of that because I know it's not easy and I'm sure it's a really vulnerable thing to do to put that out there. But I know as I've been seeing it more like in in the people in my life, like it is so powerful and it's Mm -hmm. so important and there's it's nothing to be ashamed of. And it's something that I think really um can help and is helping a lot of people and whether it's folks who have an a current um not issue but like like are in a position where they're like having trouble when it comes to their eating patterns or if it's just a self-confidence thing or whatever it may be like in so many different levels I think it can really make such a difference right. um so thank you for that and i'm so proud of you for everything that you've done to get to the place that you're in now um i'm so grateful for you being on the show thank before you. i let you go i know we talked a lot about a lot you know relationships comparison from guys and girls tiktok the eating disorder um just like societal norms for women. There's a lot to go through. But um, if there's someone listening at home who was like, I really like this girl. She said a lot of great (laughs) things. I wonder what like her one big piece of advice would be. It can be about anything. It can be general. What would you want their takeaway to be? Um, I think that something that helped me grow the most as a person was realizing that it's okay to be selfish. You know, like, as I said, past relationships, I always thought you had to give up everything in order to um, have that person love you the most, to have, like give them everything and why would they leave? Um, that is absolutely not the case. And then you end up losing so much of yourself. I don't regret any relationship or anything I've gone through because it definitely has helped me become so much stronger now. However, I am able to be so selfless in my relationship at the moment with Kevin, with myself, with life, with my job that like I'm just I'm so much genuinely more happy I'm able to like yeah absolutely I put Kevin's um needs aligned with mine right absolutely like I always want to make sure he's happy as well I always want to make sure he likes dinner as well but like (laughs) there's no more like oh I'll eat whatever you're eating like no I want chicken cutlets tonight we're gonna have chicken cutlets because I'm making chicken cutlets Like, if you want something else, I'll also make that, maybe, or, like, maybe tomorrow. (laughs) Like, I don't know. It's compromise. It's not, like, ultimate sacrifice, you know? Don't lose yourself. And if you are, like, that's not your person. 
I'm yeah. sorry. No, like, I, I know that. It's hard it's to hear, but it's the truth. And yeah. sometimes that's what people like need to hear. And I do think like relationships, like it's not always 50, 50, you know, no. sometimes one it's person's me, giving, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, <laughs> and then like it kidding. switches back and forth, but Absolutely. it's true. But like, as long as there's that balance, that, yeah. that push and pull of like each of you knowing when the other person's needs may need to be prioritized Absolutely. then that's okay but if you constantly feel yeah. like you're giving more and getting less then that's not yeah. okay never belittle yourself ever. yeah yeah so be selfish I love that. There's nothing wrong with being a little selfish. selfish. Um, well, thank you again so much. Thank this has been you. so much fun. I'm so, so fun. appreciative. If you guys are not following her on TikTok, it is at ashdomato1214. And on Instagram, it's a.domato. A. Um, she is just full of funny humor, good advice, workout, makeup, like you name it. She covers it all. Um, so please go and check her out. Give her a follow. And thank you guys again so much for listening. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye.